0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radolescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a public speaker, personal trainer, holistic health coach, mindfulness and EFT practitioner. We're going to get into that. Uh, Reiki healer, yin yoga instructor, also a nurse. Please welcome Brittany Kano. I, I was that. I'm saying hello. I was like, wait <laughs> a second. I want to try and say, like, wop that, wop that. You do quite a lot of stuff, all like in the healing wellness space that I absolutely love.
1: You know, it's all under the umbrella of wellness. It's a variety of things. I do catch myself. I'm like, all right, you can want to do another thing, but stay focused on what you're doing because <laughs> there's so many things out there to learn. in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there is. But I mean, I feel like when you have all these different um, techniques under your belt, it makes you a well-rounded person to work with because you have a lot of tools to cho- to choose from.
1: It does. It does. Because, you know, nobody's one size fit all. So it's like I have so many different angles in which I can support clients. So they really appreciate that. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, And so you were a nurse first before you started getting into the wellness space. Can you talk to us a little bit about your motivation? I I read your bio and I love it. And I think that this is something that we need to highlight is that you, your journey to becoming all these different things was because you were a nurse.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah, definitely. About 10 years ago, working in ICU and I'm still a nurse. It just looks different. I'm not in the hospital anymore working. It's more on the wellness front, but going through a life transformation myself. And then I remember distinctly this patient that I had in ICU and she was a a code blue. So her heart had stopped, came to the ICU, wasn't doing well. Young lady, early sixties. And I just remember looking at her thinking, man, so much of this is preventable, like type two diabetes, cardiac disease, high blood pressure. And it was really like, I've got to like help people prevent this, you know, like, and that's really where, I Excel is like supporting people and living a healthy life like not that I'm not a good nurse, but I think because my passion is so strong for that and I know for myself right like my own healing journey that we do have that innate ability to heal and overcome so I'm so passionate about bringing that to people.
0: Yeah no I think that's a beautiful thing I I actually just had a conversation with the previous guest about just the the medical industry in itself is not exactly made to keep people healthy.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Like so much of the time people are kind of stuck with that diagnosis forever, unless they're open to, you know, healing it. And some diagnosis we do have forever, right? But sometimes you get in the system and it's like, you do find other things are going on and it's not always that your treatment course is going to really help you heal, a lot of times I think too, because it's like you get a physical treatment course yeah. and then the mental health, the emotional health, the spiritual health, what's going on in your like family life. All of that stuff is left out unless you go and find other support, you know, you're limited on the angle which you're approaching, you're handling.
0: Yeah, the very true. Um, so what was first for you? Like, What was your, out of all these different things that you are are you know, an expert in, what was the first one that you you decided to do?
1: nursing yeah i became a nurse like straight out of high after being after being a nurse yeah oh, so after being a nurse personal trainer and health coach oh okay cool so i approached it really from like the fitness nutrition wow. which i still do and like i was giving people eating plans you know like guidelines and fitness plans and while they would do the workouts while they were with me you know i was realizing like people aren't really following their eating plans a lot of times so then i'm like okay there has to be another way for this <laughs> you know some people will do that but a lot of people you know, you really have to get into what's going on in the mind, what's going on with your emotions, what's really driving these habits.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Um, so you're a holistic health coach, which I think is awesome, and a mindfulness and EFT, emotional freedom techniques practitioner. What does that mean? I've never seen that before. So. Oh, you
1: haven't. It. Okay, it's no. so cool. We can actually do it now, especially because some people will see the video. So you know, are you familiar with acupuncture? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have pressure points all throughout our body and with EFT we tap on different meridians or different points and it lowers the body stress response okay so you start to feel a sense of calm and then you can just do the tapping by itself or you can start to uh, bring in psychology so you could be like even though I've been really stressed out I'm safe in this moment even though I've been feeling overwhelmed I'm open to letting it go and then you like go through different tapping points, like tapping on the side of the eyebrow, the little groove in the eye. And you might already notice, like I already noticed I start to feel a little bit calmer. Yeah. Uh, but there's other, po- yeah, other points you go through, and you address whatever the issue is. And you might not know what the issue is. It might be like even though I'm feeling blah, right? Like wouldn't blah? And it's able to help you connect the mind and the body, yeah. right, and process through those emotions. Like I'll have clients rate their, let's say, anxiety before we start. Maybe it's an A. And by the time we go through the process, okay. they're like, oh, it's a two now. Or maybe they don't even have anxiety about the thing. I had a client I did it with. She couldn't go through the MRI. She tried to go to MRI. She was claustrophobic when she got there. So we did the tapping and we imab- had her imagine like she was getting ready to get on the MRI table and go in the machine and get in that physiological state. Yeah, And then we imagined her tapping of her future self and going through it. And then the next week she was able to go into the MRI to have it done. So it can be great for like that kind of thing, flying, cravings. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really a cool. And it's simple. It's easy. Like you, kids can learn it.
0: Yeah. And so you teach your clients to do it to themselves or you do it for them?
1: I'd have them tap on themselves. And then like what I'll do is I'll take them through like um, an issue that they've had. So think about like something that's going on like I've been having an issue with my spouse, we'll say, right? Or like a family member. And then honestly, like, what what were the thoughts that you've been having about this? Don't edit them. Whatever you say, like, I can't stand this person. Whatever, right? I would like, oh, what are are the thoughts? What are the feelings? How do you feel it in your body? Um, What do you actually really want, though? And they're like, oh, I'd rather just like forgive or I'd rather not have to worry about this thing. And then how would that feel in your body? So ask them a lot of questions. And then we go through the tapping. And so they're able to address whatever the issue is from a lessened stress response. Sure. And then once they've created a sense of calm, then we start bringing the, in these other things, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, I'm open to seeing this in a different way. Maybe there's another possibility with this situation. Maybe I don't have to hold on to this like this. And then we start going through. And by the end, you know, you have that lower stress response and typically a positive <laughs> outcome.
0: This one really like gave me can goosebumps kind of
1: underneath the um, stinky there. Yep, right there. That one's called the uh, karate chop, Wait, and you'll actually only do that one once during the process and then you'll do all the other ones. Like even if you tap on your sternum here, like today I taught a class and so we didn't, I didn't we didn't go through all the points, but we just tapped on the sternum. Okay. And you'll notice like probably
0: oh, I start to feel just a little sense of calm here, a little more relaxed. It's like giving me a twitch in my left, like my left lat. Is that normal? Oh, is it really? Yeah. When I did this and I'm doing this, it's giving me a twitch. Know. here.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I haven't had anybody have it, but I don't want to say it's not normal, but it's interesting that it is. Yeah. Like what's
0: going on? <laughs> You're calming down, baby. I'm pretty calm. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm okay. <laughs> pretty wild, but this very, wow. That's you. like, you notice it right, like right away. What yeah, does your body?
1: I had a client teach it to her nine-year-old. She came on a retreat with us and then she shared in her in our WhatsApp chat. She was like, my son came home from school yesterday. and said, like, mom, I don't worry about anxiety ever again in school. I use that tapping he taught me and it really worked. So I was like, that's awesome. Like, it's just amazing. It's super easy to learn. And, you know, like, as long as you remember to
0: do it, that's yeah, <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. That, <laughs> no. that is amazing. I love that. So talk to us about, so you also do retreats. So in addition to all these incredible things that you do to help your clients, you also do retreats for for women, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. Some husbands get dragged along and they come too and they have a great time, but t- typically tends to be almost all women on the retreats. And so I do a couple different ones. I do one that's an adventure wellness and one that's more of like a reset recharge. So that one's a little bit more laid back. But really it's like the I always tell people it's the perfect environment for you to create healthy habits. And really do that deep inner work while also having fun. Yeah. (laughs) But also having a great time at a beautiful location. But everything's taken care of for you. Your meals are healthy. You're moving every day. You're meditating. Yeah. Practicing mindfulness. You have a lot of awesome people around you. So it's a great structure to create that change in your life. And I'm really big on supporting people on integrating it when they go back home. Like this is one thing to be able to be like this here. And when you get back home you know, life's going to happen. And so what are the core skills that you're going to take away from this retreat to keep building on when you get home? But we have had people have amazing transformations and a lot of people come back on the retreats. Like this next one in a couple of weeks is almost everybody who came with us to Costa Rica last year. We <laughs> had such a great time. It was so fun.
0: That's amazing. So how long is the retreat for? They're usually about a week, give or take a day. Okay. Very. Yeah know, do you lead it yourself or do you have people that you work with? I, I do
1: lead it. Uh, I've done them where I'm like we're in a retreat house versus a um, retreat center. So the retreat center helps a ton. My husband t- also helps out majorly, oh. but I lead. And then I've led with a friend before, but typically I lead them and then I'll have some other teachers come in because I like to like have the guests have exposures to different kinds of sure. tools and healing. Like this one, we have an anesthesiologist who's going to, talk about the biology of stress and also about breath, but really breaks it down. She's awesome. So the way she explains it really just people, oh, I never like, I knew breathing was good for you, but when she explains it, she just connects all the dots.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, um, that's amazing. That sounds awesome. And so how often do you have a retreat? Once I usually do one or two a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This year we did one in Columbia, South America, because my husband's
1: from there. And then we just have this one in Costa Rica coming up. And then next year we'll do uh. Lake Atitlan and Guatemala. Have you ever been there? No, we we did one there last year. This place is magical. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, if you want to travel somewhere, it's so precious. And there's all these Mayan villages around the lake. It's calm. It's quiet. You have the volcanoes. Yeah. It's, it's.
0: I'm excited. My, my answer is Guatemala, and I mean she travels all over. But I, you know, hopefully one day I, there. That's gonna. I'll add that to my list of a magical place to go. Definitely want to check that out.
1: I had a girl I worked with years ago and her grandparents traveled the world. And I remember asking her, where did they love the most? And she's like, they actually love Guatemala the most. So it always stuck out. So when I was looking for retreat locations, we're in Florida. So it's closer for a lot of us. A lot of people come from Florida. So then I
0: started looking and that's how I came up high. I'm doing retreats there. Nice. That's awesome. Um, Okay. Let's talk about what it looks like when someone comes to you. So is there like a typical reason that someone comes to work with you as a coach?
1: There is. I work with a lot of women who are at this point in their life where what they've been doing is no longer working. A lot of them have been majorly caretaking for everybody or they're like really kick. Can I go something Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, be yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, it's free. Um, they like kick ass at their job, right? Yeah. And they're super mom, but they've lost themselves. And like, they're just really like to that point of who am I? Well, I can't keep going on. Maybe they just got diagnosed with like high cholesterol or like they're AP all the time. They're like at this point where they're being honest with themselves and they're not happy with where they're at. So usually it's it's women who are at that like crossroads point and they're like, I just need help with like a lot of stuff. So that's typically who I work with. And then we do a whole holistic process to support them on their
0: journey. Sure. And so then, as you're walking them through your process, is that when you decide what techniques you're going to use with them? Since you have
1: no, but it's really uh, organic in that sense because it's really specific to what that individual needs. Like the first session is all about getting to know them. And then from there, there's some focus points. And each session is, you know, what like I'll ask them, like, what do you really want to focus on today? And most of the time, they know, and sometimes they don't. um, But it's amazing. It's kind of like a vision board. The plan that they get will like have it. I have them keep it up somewhere where they can see it. But at the the end of the process, they're like, oh, oh my gosh, I have more confidence. Oh, I'm working out three times a week. Like, oh, I actually like am a little bit nicer to myself now. Like I'm starting to like dig myself. So yeah, it's awesome to see like how it happens. And it happens so organically, right? I have different things, but I never know ahead of time exactly what I'm going to teach them or what's going to come up in the session because every moment is a, new, you know what I mean. Every session's a new session. I'll have some ideas, but it's yeah. just whatever they really need in that session.
0: That's awesome. Do you have like a success story of, and, and then I want to ask, I want to also touch on why it's important for women to honor who they are, regardless of their roles in their life. So, a, su- a success story of a woman that came to you and. Like working with you and what that looked like for her afterwards.
1: I do, I do have a lady that I worked with, and when we started, she had like pretty crippling anxiety. Mom, little girl, uh, little girl wasn't talking at the time, so stressed with that. Really had postpartum that was really misdiagnosed. Like she, you know, she was struggling so so bad, and then so through our work together, she really learned how to self-regulate in a lot of ways and manage her anxiety. Uh, she's so funny too. Like I remember she sent me a picture like in her refrigerator. Cause we do the whole, you know, we do everything, the whole lifestyle change. There's like a sign in her refrigerator. She's like, you're not hungry. Go sit. Now. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's awesome. like all the things. Here. She's just an amazing person. and so fun and super authentic, yeah. super authentic. And now she's able to like, if she starts to have anxiety, she's really able to manage it. Like yes. she like might start even like occasionally she said she's had like almost a panic attack. But now instead of like having to go to the ER, yeah, she's able to self-regulate and just seeing her like start to trust herself more and yeah. like honor where she is in motherhood and just like she's she's just so dedicated and she's done some, such serious healing work. It's really impressive to see her dedication to her journey and like she keeps showing up. But like I, in the time that we've worked together, I've seen her grow so much.
0: That's amazing. So does she used to go to the ER for her anxiety?
1: She used to go for the, to the ER for panic attacks. Yeah, they were oh my, rippling. Yeah, like she's like, the other day I started feeling and it felt like the ceiling was starting to came in, but I was actually able to say like, identify like, oh, this is what I'm feeling and able to do the breathing. That's really like the self-regulation things are things that I'm teach the, my clients to do. And I'm like, do it when you're not feeling bad, right? We need to practice all these things where we're feeling just fine because when we do get into anxiety or we get into conflict or things like go crazy at work, otherwise we're not we're not gonna be able to remember to do them more than likely. But if we practice them when we're calm, then we can we can do them in those cases and help our support ourselves.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. And now this is something that actually just came up for me and I was telling um someone close to me. That you know, don't forget to honor yourself. You know, because she's got a million different roles. She's a breadwinner for her household. She's a mother, and she's like, you don't know how much kind of what kind of pressures is, is on mothers these days to be a certain way. And and I just told her, I said, you're doing an amazing job. Don't, but don't forget to honor who you are. You know, as and I said her name. You know, and it's just like, I think that as when women become mothers, they really forget, or they, yeah, they forget who they are and they lose touch with that. And I think it's so important for them to not lose touch.
1: Yeah. I do see that a lot. And I, Ella Retreat, it's nice because a lot of the women are moms and yeah. some of them have grown kids and some of them have small kids. And I think it, that's one of the things i I personally don't have kids, but you know, we all know tons of moms. I think it's so important for moms to have real friends, right? Authentic friends that talk about how hard it is. And like, how you feel like you suck? I mean, anybody needs friends where you can just talk about like, sometimes I feel like it's hard or I'm not doing a good job. Right. Because that's part of the human experience. Like sometimes we feel like we're on top of the world and sometimes we don't. And then yeah, as mothers, it's unrealistic. The expectations put on moms. like we didn't always live in this such independent world. Like the whole community really would chip in and help out like and the moms live closer and aunties and friends and you some communities women would breastfeed other kids yeah. children like and that was very common and now all of a sudden you're supposed to work full time you're supposed to take care of the kids and be the best mom and you're supposed to volunteer all these things and it's yeah really unreal i think it sets uh, women up for failure to be honest it's like such a high bar and burnout you
0: know yeah you yeah, burnout stra- like just you breaks your body down I just you know yeah totally
1: yeah I don't it's not realistic and even statistics show that like men who and I love men but men who I'm just talking about like all the responsibilities on women men who don't work at all and women who work 40 hours a week those women that work full-time still do more housework than the man who stays at home and doesn't work So it's like, as women, it's like such a high responsibility. And I think as women, we also have the opportunity to like, ask ourselves, like, is all of this necessary? Why am I thinking I have to do all these things? What if I didn't do all of them, you know, and really check what the motivation is for all of that? Because a lot of us, like, I think we just have these expectations of ourselves. And it's put on us, right? Like, we'll yeah. get all the resp- people will let us do all the things right unless we stayed hey this i can't right now
0: yeah and that's what i said to her i was just like you're being a mother is just one of your roles it's not who you are you know and that led kind of like my label free mission is i feel like mother women that are mothers specifically really have a lot of labels on them to be a certain way and i think that that is just so heavy to carry i mean it's like like you're your, the carrying the cross, the cross to bear, you know, and I just yeah. think that it's unfair and I can see the stress and the hurt and the depression in this person's life and in their, you know, when I see them, you know, face to face, it's just like I can feel that, you know. And I just am trying to, and, and any women that are listening right now and you're feeling that way, Brittany's your girl. Go to give her contact.
1: talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not alone, right? That's a huge thing. It's like you're not alone in that. We're struggling, whether it's with motherhood or we're struggling with, you know, anything at all, work, relationship, our health, we tend to think we're alone. And it's like we're not alone. And if we can, you know, reach out for support, it
0: can just change the trajectory that we're on that's very true. Where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more of your retreats or working with you?
1: Yeah, I was saying, find me at holisticnursecoaches.com, my website, and then you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, all those links from there. Love it. So it's holisticnursecoaches.com. I also have a free uh, video that you can get with the EFT tapping on there cool. on a digital affirmation card. If you're interested, you can set up a couple of call with
0: me to discover elevated well-being. Awesome. You guys will put those links in the show notes. So if you connected with Brittany or know someone that could use uh, maybe a call with her just to see if it's a good fit, do not hesitate to go click those links, go follow her on social and yeah, to see where the conversation takes you. Brittany, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today?
1: Ah, thank you. And I would like to leave with learn how to create that sense of inner calm, learn how to regulate yourself. And the breath is a really great place to start with that. Some of my clients in the beginning are like, this is what you want me to do. And then they do it. and They're like, oh my God, life changer. So I love to teach this breath to help create a sense of inner calm. It's going to be a double inhale through the nose and really let the belly rise. And then the exhale is going to be with a sigh and a long exhale out through the mouth because it stimulates the vagus nerve, okay, activates the parasympathetic nervous system. I tell people to do about three of those three times a day to start with. So if it's the best. I don't know
0: how to... kind of like
1: when you do yoga. <laughs> yeah, and you notice, like if we're stressed, we might be like, right, we kind of sigh yeah. anyway. So that sigh is our natural body's way of like
0: calming itself. But to intentionally do that to help self-regulate is a good starting place. Yes, I love it. Uh, I'm going to be practicing my breath. You guys should change <laughs> You You to join with some pretty <laughs> Three pointers there on how to de-stress and calm yourself down. Brittany, thank you so much for being such a great guest. I love all that you do and helping women really come back to center and remembering who they are, because I think it's so important. Thank you, Deanna. It was a pleasure to connect with you. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.